Star Wars 7x7 episode 416. Today, a canon catch-up episode in which we learn a lot of stuff about R2-D2. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi's. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and it's a big day in Star Wars history. Today, August 24th, is the birthday of Kenny Baker. Yes, indeed. The man inside R2-D2 is turning 81 years old today. Happy birthday, Kenny Baker. You know, I saw a thing on Wikipedia that said, quote-unquote, despite his failing health, he would appear in Star Wars The Force Awakens. So I had not heard anything about failing health and uh, certainly we haven't heard anything about that in any of the uh, news stuff that we've seen coming out over the uh, past year or so in the force awakens uh, updates and all that fun stuff so hopefully that quote-unquote failing health has resolved itself to some degree and that he will be with us for all three of the movies and hopefully quite a while longer and quite good health for that matter too happy birthday kenny and if you see him on the street somewhere tell him happy birthday for us at star wars 7x7 now here's what i wanted to uh go into oddly enough a couple of things kind of matched up together first of all of course that it's kenny Berkey's birthday today but i got a question from one of our patrons fred butler who asked why did r2d2 and yoda not recognize each other when they met in the Empire Strikes Back, because of course they knew each other during the prequel trilogy and during the Clone Wars cartoon series. So why did they not recognize each other? And there's a couple of different reasons that this could be possible. First of all, supposedly nobody really paid that close attention to astromech droids and to other droids. It wasn't like people really looked at them as having a particular personality. It was kind of a rare thing. And so Anakin Skywalker's own devotion to R2-D2 was a rather unusual thing, just like Luke Skywalker's devotion to R2-D2 is a rather unusual thing. And additionally, it's possible that R2-D2's memory was wiped at some point. I mean, we remember that C-3PO's memory was wiped at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and that was pretty much the uh, the last bit of dialogue of the movie, I believe, or at least uh, the last from the good guys. <laughs> and as far as R2-D2... You know what? I don't know for sure, but it kind of came up because we were looking back at our uh, Canon Ketchup series and wanting to do another episode of that. And the next episode in the Clone Wars series is called Downfall of a Droid, and it is the first of a couple-part thing in which Anakin and R2, as his uh, astromech co-pilot, go out on a mission to try and figure out why General Grievous has been so successful in a couple of engagements that they've had recently and in the midst of an attack where they get the better of Grievous and Grievous uh, tries and succeeds in getting away. Anakin's ship is hit by uh, shrapnel or whatnot and when Anakin wakes up on board a Galactic Republic ship, he finds out that he was rescued, but R2-D2 was not. And he has to sheepishly admit that R2 has not had his memory erased, as I guess astromechs are supposed to have them erased. And so he's got detailed information on Republic positions and plans and strategies and armaments and all that fun stuff that, oh boy, if it falls into Grievous's hands would be even worse for the Republic, so they have to go out and try to find him. And it turns out 
that R2-D2 isn't lost. He's been captured on some garbage scow by a Trandoshan. Uh, if you're not familiar with Trandoshans, those are the Bosque characters. Uh, so not all bounty hunters. I guess they can be scavengers too. And when Anakin and Ahsoka Tano go to look for him on this particular, they wind up on this garbage scow and they don't find him. But it turns out that the guy realizes R2 is of serious value and contacts General Grievous to try and sell him off. Meanwhile, R2, trying to escape, manages to defeat an IG-80 something, 86 I think it is, but um, one of the IG series assassin droids. So again, (laughs) R2-D2... Again, button taking names, able to like make something of an escape attempt and and defeat an assassin droid, but uh, is unable to complete the escape attempt, unfortunately. And to further cement R2-D2's awesomeness, Anakin gets a new droid, R3 series, and it's nicknamed Goldie, and it keeps messing them up. It activates the um, the IG assassin droids that they have to deal with while they're on that uh, scavenging ship, and when the, he actually goes after Grievous, Anakin does later, he has, has his hyperdrive shut off and his tracking signal turned on and his docking, his hyperspace ring uh, detached and all this other stuff that, you know, then of course you find out there's a reason that's happening later. But in the meantime, it just looks like it is just a piece of junk that makes him continually wish he had R2-D2 back. And you know what? Why wouldn't you if you had R2-D2 for Pete's sake? So that's pretty much the summary of what Downfall of a Droid is all about. Now, if you happen to be deeper into the Star Wars canon than I am and know when specifically R2-D2's memory was in fact wiped after Revenge of the Sith, then by all means let me know. I don't believe that we have a canon answer for that at this point, but if there's been an old expanded universe answer that might explain it, then by all means drop it in the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Hey Rebel Rousers, we feature something cool from the universe of Star Wars licensed merchandise every day in our swag bag segment, and it's just the tip of the iceberg. If you wanted to see how deep the Sarlacc Pit goes, then you've got to check out Entertainment Earth. They have more than 1,200 Star Wars related items, everything from your typical toys to home decor, prop replicas, artwork, and endlessly more. Go to sw7x7.com slash ee to see it all. Again, that's sw7x7.com slash ee. Couldn't be easier. All right, it's trivia time. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. Last time we asked you who, according to Darth Vader, would show Luke the, quote, true meaning of the Force, and that was the Emperor. Today's question, what object did Princess Leia use to kill Jabba the Hutt? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!